0: Hello, and welcome to Gabagool and Roses, the only leftist Sopranos podcast. We think. Uh, Yeah, we think. No, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is. I mean, Chapo doesn't count, right? As a Sopranos right? podcast, no. technically?
1: One could argue it doesn't count as a leftist podcast.
0: Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't wanna... I do not want to- Stones thrown first seconds no, of the first episode. I don't episode. want this
0: heat. That's a lot of
2: heat. I don't, I don't need the fucking Chapo hive in my DMs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> God You've
1: damn got it. like a- one of them in our epstein dm
0: we do Matt uh chrisman is in our epstein chat are you not in our epstein chat no dude what the fuck please right. join i hope
1: you like talking about the shape you. of different penises
0: oh yeah so we've only <laughs> solved one thing in our epstein chat and it's what shape is his penis well you solved it's how to shaped. make
1: rachel annoyed
0: we did that too uh okay. but so it's egg shaped right Right. Yes. So, But an egg is fat at one end and oh skinny God. on the other <laughs> this end. This is not what I gave <laughs> uh Yeah, so now we're torturing Rachel in person. But um,
2: uh, We so, should introduce ourselves. We haven't done that yet, have we?
0: No. Welcome to Gabagool and Roses. This is the only leftist Sopranos podcast. Boot up your dad's HBO Go account because it's time to start. I'm John Evans.
1: I am Rachel Weaselquist.
2: I'm Ben Woody.
0: All right, and we are all here to talk about The Sopranos, ostensibly, Uh, and uh, I have seen The Sopranos many times. Uh, It's one of my favorite shows.
1: About how many times have you seen the full series? Uh,
0: Full series. I'd say probably five-ish. Okay. Five-ish. I watched it for the first time when I was in college, maybe, so that was, it was already over the first time I watched it, so that was like two thousand. Ten or so, two thousand and nine. So, and I've watched it a few times since then. It's a, it's a regular rewatch for me. Well, I'm looking uh, forward looks, to doing the rewatch. it looks so bad.
1: No, I was, just, <laughs> I was just thinking about what I was doing in two thousand nine. Oh, um, great! Get into it.
2: But I'm not going to tell you what I was doing in two thousand nine. I'm not doing it. You don't want to know. <laughs> it is fucking lame.
0: I wasn't like just watching The Sopranos. Like I was in college. So I
2: think I was playing like Madden and like Skyrim, uh, on like Xbox 360. So, uh, I was just drowning in, uh, oh, well, (laughs) we'll move on. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh, so yeah,
0: I've seen, I've seen the series probably four or five times. Goodness. Um, it's, it's good. It's not good. (laughs) It's. Uh, I struggle with this. It's not good, but it is good to watch and to look at. So we'll get into that.
1: I think that's the case with much media these days. And we're we're in this, uh, <clears throat> we live in a society where we now, uh, just your average Joe can critique whatever the fuck uh, he, she, or they want to critique. And that is, a, you know, it's a dream. Um, we don't need Roger Ebert anymore. Does he do TV shows? I
0: think he didn't. He die. Is he dead?
1: Oh yeah, he's dead. Well, that's, and that's how I ended
0: up with a mic. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and and we're Ben gone. robbed Roger Ebert's corpse because uh, everyone knows he was buried with his favorite microphone.
1: His mic. He was known for his audio reviews. Of he
0: did have his jaw removed from cancer. So.
1: I feel like. <laughs> um. This is maybe Let's talk about the fucking show <laughs> I don't want to talk about Roger Ebert having cancer I feel like we're going to get cancelled very quickly <laughs> Yeah I
0: don't uh, I'm not saying it's okay. good that he got cancer
1: No I know I just feel like we shouldn't even bring it up
0: Okay Roger Ebert smiles. did not have cancer
1: That's not <laughs> One of my
2: One of my The Sopranos uh, Related uh, Here's what I think is going to happen to The Sopranos Somebody is going to get
1: cancer
0: Alright write it down sports fans
1: What's the over under
0: right. on this one? Uh, yeah, that's one of the things we're going to do. We're going to talk about our our expectations for what The Sopranos is. Ben already told us a little bit, and I got to say, there's going to be a lot to talk about there. You may also hear uh, our recording partner, Shinka the cat, uh, who is uh, sitting in Rachel's lap and just being terrible and loud. But yeah, so Shinka the
2: podcast producing cat.
0: I wish she produced it incredible podcast of the year so rachel what is your history with the sopranos television program
1: okay so i love hbo uh i will allow hbo to do things that i would not allow other media producing entities to do uh i think that i grew up on hbo not i mean even some of the more sordid things I figured my way into early on. Um, I am a big fan of the of like a lot of the other big HBO shows, like True Blood, and I've seen the, a little bit of The Wire. I've seen, uh, of course, We Love a True Detective, but when I was a child when The Sopranos was, was on, my mother was a huge fan of The Sopranos. So okay. that is really the only... A uh, connection I have to it. I think I may have st- tried to watch the first episode many, many years ago. I do not remember it at all. Um, I do know that I. So my mom is a uh, complete. Is she's very white and Jewish. And like when I say white and Jewish, I mean she's like European, Eastern European Jewish.
0: Ben, what are your parents' ethnicities? <laughs>
2: Uh, my dad is uh, like mostly Italian and my mom is like mostly uh, Brexit white
1: my mom uh, does wish that she was Italian and is currently in Italy right now she is learning Italian she's going to come back and she's only going to speak Italian for like five months and it's going to suck but she loved the Sopranos (laughs) because she truly related to Uh, Italian Americans in that way and I think that's something that you'll find with a lot of uh, Eastern European Jews is like our somehow our culture uh, became similar to like Long Island Italian Americans Uh, the guilt the cooking uh, the sweatpants the sweatsuits the tracksuits etc but I also when I was a kid, I knew my mom loved the Sopranos and she uh had like not very stable employment and she had very sketchy friends and so I concluded that she was in the mob for a while. Okay. <laughs> um I don't know. I I'm still not 100% sure she's not. I though I don't think there's a huge mob presence in Greensboro, North Carolina.
0: Uh not as far as I know.
1: Yeah you'd
0: be surprised there's not even a good italian restaurant in greensboro (laughs) that's very
1: true very true yeah so i don't know i mean that's that's about it i have no other real familiarity with it except for what i've heard in like pop culture you know tidbits here and there your podcasts, your your clip shows etc
0: gotcha Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm gotcha ben what about you what do you feel about what do you know about the sopranos going in here
2: well, uh, while I was testing out my equipment, uh, I cataloged my entire knowledge of The Sopranos. Uh, I, I, one of my best friends from high school just recently got married, and I uh, got fucked up at his uh, his wedding. Uh, and he was a huge fan of The, the Sopranos growing up. Um, and it was interesting to see his life develop after watching The Sopranos versus everybody else who grew up normal not watching <laughs> The Sopranos. Okay. Uh, but anyway, no, no, no. I shout out to him. Uh, my understanding out. about the Sopranos is, you know, it's it's the origin of, I guess, the uh, the 21st century uh, serial uh, television show with the, Prestige uh, TV, baby. That's it. That's it. That's, it, that's Prestige yeah. TV with the the main character who is a uh, who's categorically evil or not? I don't know. We'll see. How does it, how does it go? Yeah. The An I mean... anti hero. Yeah, you got your that's...
0: white male anti hero right here uh, for the first time ever on The Sopranos.
2: Yeah, there's never been a white anti hero. That's right. So, right. Yeah. But fortunately, first time they put one in Prestige TV was, I don't know, Potter from. Wait, that's not. Are you thinking of Mr. Potter from It's a
0: Wonderful Life? I am, yeah. Okay, so that's not <laughs> TV.
2: <laughs> and, and he's uh, not an anti-hero. <laughs> he's actually he's, a villain. He's the
0: villain. Yeah. I mean, I guess mental health, and um, here we go: uh, the 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 failure of savings and loans in the uh, in the twenties and thirties. Uh, mm-hmm. The failure of uh, the state to provide adequately for people leads a man to want to commit
2: suicide. So
1: big time bummer.
2: Yeah. Did we just? Did I just uh, make a good comparison? Sure. No, <laughs> not really.
0: But um, <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> don't want to be accused of doing
2: anything right.
0: <laughs> no, that's good. That's fine. So you guys don't know a lot about The Sopranos. That's what I've. That's what I've learned here. Uh, it's going to be very right. interesting to to go through this with you all. Um, like uh, Ben said, it, it is uh, it is very early prestige TV. Arguably, one of the first that started sort of the wave of prestige tv
1: john let me ask you when you first watched the sopranos what did you know about it like what drove you to start watching uh, it? oh that's
0: a good question i don't know i think okay actually i do know what it is what it was so it was the av club i think put out a list of like the best tv shows of the somethings and uh i was like oh i haven't seen the sopranos and so i watched it and uh and i i liked it uh the thing that i remember the most about watching it the first time is we would often go get italian food afterwards my wife and i because uh they're like constantly eating in the show and everything looks very good (laughs) um and it is uh it is good so uh but no but um so yeah so that's how i found it and then i watched it i think most people they watch it wrong the first time they watch it which is why i'm happy to guide you through this show (laughs) people like ben's friend who are like this is the fucking coolest guy, this Tony Soprano guy. Uh, and yes. uh, he's a total hero, and he's so smart, and he's not. Um, <laughs>
2: Shout out to all of my friends who John definitely did not just slander. but uh... <laughs>
0: Friend slander
2: yeah. on the pod.
0: Here we go. Yeah, baby.
1: We're ruining relationships 2020.
0: That's right. Ruining relationships <laughs> 2020, 24-7, 365, mm-hmm. 69,
2: so What's up? This year? it is definitely leave so john i have a question um yeah one one thing that i've I've tried to reconcile in my head as i've gotten ready to get myself in the right mindset for this show is how am i going to approach sort of leftist themes from the fucking sopranos that's a good question ben and
0: i'm glad you asked (laughs) uh so uh the idea of this podcast mostly started as a fucking joke uh on twitter about what am i gonna do now that i'm unemployed uh because i had a short period of of unemployment and the joke was start a podcast or a youtube stream um or whatever Mm -hmm. twitch i don't know what those things are um so i think that uh we're going to have to find the leftist themes where we can In this show, (laughs) there there are all right. So there are some really there is some really good stuff that we're definitely going to get to talk about. We're going to get to talk about race race relations and uh, racism in the uh, immigrant communities. Uh, We're going to get to talk about uh, a lot about uh, oddly Native American rights uh, and and the rights of indigenous people, uh, the justice system, mental health. Um, there are a lot of uh topics that we will have the the opportunity to talk about, for example, the first episode I think we might end up talking about rico uh the racketeering somethings somethings else anyway uh it's a law it's a law that's bad that's uh faced a lot of criticism from people on the left for being too uh too broad and it basically allows the feds to criminalize anything and make anything into a federal friggin case um it's also been used to lock up a lot of uh white collar criminals, which is not originally what it's intended for, but um I guess good.
1: Fuck mm-hmm. those people.
0: Um they don't and really It's also
2: been used by a lot of uh insane individuals uh suing uh like grocery stores uh and police officers after they've been kicked out. Interesting. So yeah, so that's an
0: example of like a, a something that we can talk about uh the
2: injustice in the
0: in our criminal system, um but we are all sort of subscribed to leftism broadly, i would mm-hmm. say
1: yeah i i in my experience, if you get three people on left Twitter in a room, it doesn't really matter what you're talking about there's gonna be there's gonna be leftist uh, critique. No matter what, and that's the nice way of saying we cannot shut the fuck up about it.
0: <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 look, the prime uh, the prime conflict of history of human history is the the conflict of class, and certainly there are class issues at play in the Sopranos, um, mm-hmm. and we'll get to discuss those as well. So uh, it'll be fun and weird and
2: hopefully interesting. So, and, and let me let me jump in and, and just let everyone know now up front i uh i am definitely still uh i still have my my christian uh tendencies so i guess what i will be doing is i will be uh talking about their bastardization of like I don't know the application of whatever fucking Bible verse or whatever they talk about in episodes. I'm sure there's some of that. Oh my god! I'm some... so
1: excited.
0: To I get have into no idea what L-ology. you're talking
2: about. But oh, like, do, sure. do they talk about? I mean, do they go to like church? Do they go to mass. Do they you
0: know there is uh there is some uh some interaction with the church. Um, okay. Carmela, played by the wonderful Edie Falco, who uh, on this podcast, I'm, I'm sorry, but it was our official policy that we stand. Um, <laughs> great yes we stand. understood oh that sucked um so, so she yes queen. she is uh and sometimes a uh has troubled soul and uh and seeks uh the comfort of the catholic church and father intentola we'll get to that but there is some churchy stuff uh it's not a, It's not actually as large a theme. I don't know, maybe you can help us find those themes, but it's not as large a theme in this uh, show as it is in some other prestige television. This isn't some okay. David Lindelof shit.
1: Mm, Alright. That's Damon
0: Lindelof? Whatever. Yeah.
1: He sucks. Okay, well, let's relax a little bit. <laughs> Lost is one of my favorite TV shows. Um, and I will defend the end till my death. Uh, please at me. Um... Ben, did you grow up Catholic? Uh
2: mm, kinda, no, I did not. I um I went to uh, my my father's uh family is Catholic. Uh and my mother's is Southern Baptist, and so Southern Baptist side went out in the household. But uh when I was a shithead in elementary school I was uh, damned to Catholic school. Uh, and so that's how I grew up, uh, knowing how to talk to Catholic girls only.
1: Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. So uh, <laughs> why, why, why are you anti-Semitic?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to the I'm... podcast, episode one. <laughs> why are you anti-Semitic, awesome. Ben?
2: This is this is cool. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, why am I anti-Semitic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I, I've never. I've never uh gone out with actually I don't know, maybe I have. I don't know. I am I did I just concede anti No, I you? don't <laughs> think you're anti because you
1: also have it you said you've only dated Catholic women, so that means that you have not dated any other kind of uh uh Protestant. Um what so what's going on there? <laughs> what's <laughs>
0: school uniform really did something for you, huh bud?
2: Look, you hunt what you can catch. So
1: God that does Mama me You know what though? That makes sense why I only date uh, single dads in their late thirties. Mm. Just kidding, y'all. It's only the been one or two. Uh, A <laughs> mm-hmm. stroller, yeah. Um hmm, okay. okay. And how did that work out for you? How has that worked out for you, Ben?
2: Well, it's been fine.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know. Great. Maybe, I'm, I'm, maybe try a different <laughs> flavor. Okay. How, do you think of that? How are you? <laughs> uh, Life's good. Yeah, things are all right.
0: Good. yep yeah. uh, Ben, the thing that I knew about your dating life, since we're talking about it, is that you've never dated a. As long as I've known you, you've never dated a girl in the same. Uh, I want to say. Zip code or area code? Area
2: code. Yeah. That's beautiful. Hell, go state. Same state. Same state. For for a while there, it was uh, it was time zone. Like I reached <laughs> just <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> And like I haven't. It's not like I lived in like you know Louisville or anything where like you know you go up the road and you're in a different time zone. No, it was like no, go get on a fucking plane and go uh, get laid. Uh, so yeah. But no, that's all over now. Uh I think I think that's over. I'm not gonna do that anymore.
0: <laughs> Just Catholic girls now. But they can be close to you. Yes. Physically, emotionally, <laughs> emotionally. spiritually. Yes, yes. So we'll see what happens great uh what does this have to do with the podcast <laughs> uh, uh, it's, awesome. it's uh oh, catholic girls there's some catholic girls in this show and to uh, be fair
1: you brought this up you offered this information that you've only dated catholic girls and i as a jewish woman immediately reacted
0: uh oh okay. yeah ben you right. brought it up off air in a private conversation and so rachel just going
1: to we gonna include that in no, the I'm just- <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, we could we could slide that in uh just, way earlier. I,
1: this. I love talking about romance. You know, I love to know what makes people tick, what makes people talk, what <laughs> makes people fall in love. And uh I'm curious to get to know what our characters. I'm I'm excited to see all the like I'm sure that there will be tons of healthy uh relationships displayed uh for us in the sopranos and i i'm really excited to dig deep into my own uh intimacy issues along with the characters in this show well yeah okay yes only the healthiest
0: (laughs) best relationships on display um as we all know white anti-heroes always have very stable uh mature home lives yeah so
1: gender let me ask And and also, you
0: know, conservative Italian dumb fucks also usually really have, uh, are really good uh, about, you know, feminism. Yeah. (laughs) When I think feminism, I think pork store. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what this show has to offer, so.
2: So, I... I'd like to. I'd like to venture a guess that this show, not a single episode, will pass the Bechdel test.
1: I was thinking that as well. I would, I would also like to. Uh,
2: yeah, that's a good claim bet. That
1: expectation.
2: That that's yeah, that's a good bet. Um, I think, you although the Bechdel that. test, the Bechdel test, of course, is bullshit because, as we know, uh, that fucking Sir Mix-a-Lot song passes the Bechdel test. So.
0: Because they're not talking about a man. They're talking about Becky and her butt.
2: Now,
1: I did not know that we could apply the Bechtel test to songs. I
0: didn't either. (laughs) Okay, fine. We can't. But (laughs) I I guess we can do whatever we want, because this is America, baby.
2: (laughs) Not for very much longer,
0: apparently. (laughs) It'll soon be the uh, wonderful Islamic Republic of Iran and America. Inshallah.
2: I will... I will say uh, we're dating the podcast
0: because we're on the eve, the cusp of war with uh, with Iran. uh, Mm -hmm. So this is going to be oh yeah
1: no life is genuinely terrifying uh, for many reasons. (laughs) Uh, I'm furious about everything that's going on. My best friend is like violently ill and has no health insurance, so she can't go to the fucking doctor. Um, But I'm I think this is a great use of my time. (laughs) So yeah,
0: right. (laughs) So let's talk about this 20-year-old television show. Folks, at this point, we had a little bit of a technical snafu, but we got it all back up and running, so I'm going to take you right back to the podcast now. Uh, Yeah, my phone died right in the middle of our uh, discussion there. I don't remember what we were talking about.
1: It's probably for the best.
2: We were talking about the Bechdel test. The Bechdel test. Okay. And, uh, okay.
0: Oh, hold on. No,
2: no, no, no. We weren't talking about the Bechdel test. We were talking about how shitty this world is and how Rachel's friend. Oh, that's right. Oh,
1: well, yeah. So shout out to her. (laughs) Shout out to Lucy.
2: Shout out Lucy. Let's start a Kickstarter in this fucking, uh, like, hell world we live in so that she can get some money so she can get some fucking healthcare.
0: If there's a GoFundMe, we'll put it in the comments. Is that what something that podcasters yeah, do? There okay. probably
1: won't be, but you there know. probably won't be. I think that our thoughts and prayers will be enough.
0: Thoughts and prayers. T's and peace. Send them up there, folks. T's and P's. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> the world sucks, <laughs> but what doesn't suck is uh, escaping the world with a television program.
1: From time to time. Organizing is important. Hello. Uh, This is your reminder that just because we talk about leftist stuff does not mean you should just like only talk about it. You got to do stuff too. Uh, I just, (laughs) I love podcasts so much that I would devote every fucking moment of my life to them, but then I feel bad because we're not really contributing anything to uh, justice in any way, but um, yeah, it's okay to do this. Can we call this self care?
0: Sure. Yes. <laughs> Anything that's not organizing
1: is self care.
0: Is that that's not
2: true?
1: No, because you have to work.
0: <laughs> and there's also other shit that you can do that's not organizing or self
1: care. Yeah, like washing dishes. Is that self care? No. Folks, write in and tell us <laughs> if dishes
0: is self care. Oh my god! Hashtag is dishes self care.
1: Y'all, I've got two animals just, like, trying to get all up on me and I'm loving it. You
0: can push
2: her down. I don't want to. Okay. So, So, can you... So, John, can you tell me some more basics regarding the Sopranos? Like, who else is... Who else is, uh, in this amazing ensemble cast of (laughs) characters? Thank you, Ben, for reading
0: from the, uh, Google Docs thing that I put together. (laughs) Uh, So, right. So, the show... Came out in 1999, right, on HBO.
1: How old were we all in
0: 1999? Ooh, math. Let's Eleven. see. Uh, I guess I was the same age as Ben.
1: I was six years old.
0: Damn. Okay. I
1: was a little baby.
0: Oh, here's what I realized soon. Do you re- remember 9-11?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, a succession goodness. joke. <laughs>
1: Are you, are we really? Do, do you
2: remember, remember it. you do? Okay.
1: Are we talking about
0: it? No. <laughs> I had a discussion with one of our uh, comrades that we organized with, and he told me that he didn't remember 9-11, and I've never felt so fucking old in my entire life.
1: Yeah, that person is, a, yeah, I mean, that's.
2: The
0: cat is following.
1: For, for reference, the the person that we're talking about is like a freshman in college so that is normal i think that's okay i don't
2: know how old people are okay
1: well, did I'll the
2: uh okay. speaking of nine eleven, 11 my favorite thing uh did uh was there a right. noticeable shift in the show's tone
1: uh, mm. after nine eleven? something to keep in mind
0: good question uh i won't answer it i guess we'll find out uh, so, the answer some, is... Some stuff definitely comes up, for sure. They don't do a West Wing thing and do a whole weird Islamic episode. Islamophobic episode, excuse me. Mm. Like, the West Wing did this weird Islamophobic episode after 9-11. That was really gross, but it was also supposed to be not Islamophobic, but it really was. Mm. Anyway, this is a Sopranos podcast.
1: Um, right. Is there any... Oh, I'm I'm excited to see if there's any conspiracy theory ladled in. Uh, as uh, do y'all remember that show "Rescue Me" with Dennis Leary? Yes. And how the mm-hmm. one guy who's an actor on the show like convinced the showrunners to like let his character also be he's a conspiracy he's a 911 conspiracy theorist and like he and a left... New York
0: fireman. Yes. Holy shit! And So
1: the his character like starts dipping his toe into the conspiracy theory, I believe. Um, wow yeah mm -hmm. you love to see it i mean i think Mm -hmm. that that, i I, well we can get into conspiracy theories later i mean
0: right the official stance on this podcast is that uh pizzagate is real bush did 9-11 bush did (laughs) 9-11 literally yes uh literally he was flying the plane and muhammad Atta got together they hatched a plan muhammad Atta was definitely involved that's that's still part of my conspiracy theory but he was good friends with bush everyone knows this look at the flight logs anyway
1: right, i'm zoning out okay <laughs> so right. are the listeners if it's not obscene, i don't want to talk about it that's
0: right so we've Listen so to we've, Truanon.
2: we've handled uh 911 yeah 911 uh so what about the fucking cast of characters before sake? <laughs> 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 that's right there's
0: a wonderful cast of characters um you've got obviously james gandolfini uh is your R. lead R. I. Can't P. wait interested. to interview him. That's right. On our 100th episode, we will interview James Gandolfini's ghost. In the same way that Kendrick Lamar
2: interviewed Tupac uh, at the end of The Pippa Butterfly.
0: That's right. And I am working on a James Gandolfini hologram. Um, <laughs> just because I want to hang out with him. Yeah. I miss him. R.I.P. Uh, so Edie Falco, who we stan, she, uh, she plays Tony's wife, Gandolfini's wife. Um, Fun fact
2: also... uh, yeah. Edie Falco, uh, her father is a professor of creative writing at Virginia Tech, and my roommate, Matt, had a massive boner for him. It's good to have boners. <laughs> it's Certainly. great to have boners.
1: We, we absolutely love to have boners.
2: <laughs> and so, shout out, Matt. Shout out, uh, Professor Falco. Uh, Shouts out. Shout out to Edie Don't Falco. Falco.
0: Dr. Falco is fucking a Bond villain for sure. Yeah,
1: Dr. Falco. <laughs> right. He's
0: who Mr. Robot's going to fight in the new movie. Dr. Falco and Mr. Robot are going to team up in the mm-hmm. new one.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Remy Malik plays the bad guy in the new movie. Okay, so
2: Lorraine...
0: <laughs> 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 Lorraine Bracco plays Tony's therapist, Ooh. Dr. Melfi. So she's a real
2: person. Yes.
1: Okay, I have okay. a theory. This is my expectation about the therapist. My expectation is that it will be revealed that the therapist is not real. This this expectation is baseless. I truly, it's just something that I want to happen for pure comedic value. And so I will be watching the show with that, uh, that angle <laughs> in mind. <laughs> I want the right. therapist to be revealed to be a, a mannequin
0: i love it i i I like the guesses uh i'm going to remain mum so far
1: well you already Uh, said she's a real person you already ruined it but it's fine.
0: no she is no because ben asked if it was a a narrative device like a voiceover maybe kind of a thing i think we had that discussion off
2: air Mm -hmm. Um,
1: thanks for including me yeah kind of like
2: no Like, in the same way that, like, uh, you know, in the social network, they used, you know, deposition testimony as, like, the the driver of the...
1: Ah, yes.
2: Right,
0: right. So, uh, yes, she is played by a real person (laughs) whose name is Lorraine Bracco, who's, you know, from Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. and Karen. Um, Playing sort of against type. She, uh, I guess, auditioned for the Edie Falco role. They wisely went with Edie Falco, which probably at the time people were like, you got fucking Lorraine Bracco and you're going with this Falco? What's that about? But it works. This is
1: one thing that HBO does very well is is casting. They do cast. I think they are really good.
0: And this show is great. Like the cast in the show is great. The uh, sort of character actors. This is one of those shows where when you guys watch it, you'll be like, Oh, it's that guy from that thing that you've seen I like a million that. times. I love that. Yes. There's a lot of that. Like anyone who's like vaguely Italian is in this <gasps> fucking I, show.
1: I will keep IMDb pulled up. I love to know who's who. Yeah, like basically
0: every supporting actor from Goodfellas is mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Michael Imperioli, who was Spider? Gets shot in the leg. He's fantastic in this. Um as the cousin uh and close confidant to Tony. Um Christopher Christopher, uh, Christopher, it's, it's very good. Um, so, uh, oh, you also have you also have little Steven from the E Street Band oh. playing very against type as uh, as a mobster, and Tony's Consigliere. Mm. Uh, so, that's what is
1: fine. a Consigliere?
0: Uh, it's like a it's like a confidant.
2: Uh, not really a
0: confidant. It's like your vice president,
2: Michael Cohen.
0: Sure. Okay. He's a real Michael Cohen type. All right. Um, I
1: totally get it now.
0: So he plays Silvio Dante, um, and then a bunch of other people who are famous from being in this show. Um, so you'll get to enjoy their uh, fun shit. The uh, the show ran for six seasons, 86 episodes. God damn, uh, the that's last, a lot of episodes. Yeah, right? The last, and we're going to watch all of them until we give up. <laughs> <laughs> and and until when we're we done, we're gonna
2: make some more
0: <laughs> Or until we die uh, We could die before we watch 86 episodes That's sad God, God, I know. hope we do Inshallah <laughs> <laughs> uh, The show weirdly So I didn't realize this, I looked it up The show won two fucking Peabody Awards uh, Which it shouldn't have won
1: <laughs>
0: So those are undeserved But I guess also the Colbert Report or something won Peabody So... That institution I believe you sucks. mean the
1: Colbert rapport.
0: Excuse, excuse me.
1: <laughs> you don't pronounce the T. Oh. it's French. Is
0: it? What is it French? I believe for?
1: he always pronounced it the Colbert rapport. Like okay. he would right. specifically not pronounce the T and that bugs the shit out of me. Uh I'm we again, we have talked about I think every other TV mm-hmm. show and movie that exists uh, more than the Sopranos already, but I do, I do have strong feelings about Stephen right. Hubert. This
2: you know anything that came out within a five year radius of nine eleven we have talked about. <laughs> <laughs> good, that's the goal. This is our Sopranos nine eleven podcast.
0: <laughs> Baked ZD can't melt steel beams. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> That's okay. Fun, stupid. That's right. so
2: dumb. <laughs> yes, it can.
0: <laughs> Everyone knows the cockpit was full of mozzarella. Oh, and, I love uh, mozzarella.
2: The oh base my god. Leaf
0: are we going to learn new uh, Italian words? Oh, you're definitely going. No, that's not Italian. <laughs> you're going to learn Jersey Italian, and oh, it's very good. Yeah. Like the accents are going to be busted out for sure. Uh, cool. You're going to learn about a. Uh, spaghetti with the gravy <laughs> and uh, marron, You uh, say that when you get that. Oh, gonna...
1: marron! Mama maron! mia!
0: Tony's always like, "That's a spicy meatball." <laughs> it's, it's crazy. He's got a big, curly, twirly mustache. Oh my! God. It's not in any of the pictures. That's what's weird about it. You mm. have to watch the show, and then inexplicably, he has a big, curly, twirly mustache. Mm. Oh. That's never referenced outside the show in any of the marketing materials. And he rides
1: one of those old bicycles with a gigantic front wheel. A Velocipede. Yeah.
0: Well, that was going to be a surprise, <laughs> but Rachel already guessed about Tony riding around on the Velocipede doing drive-bys.
1: Well, I, I'm very prescient.
0: Very much so.
2: <laughs> so all of your guesses have been right so far. <laughs> all of my guesses have been wrong. Uh, this is good. We're good. <laughs> All right, uh, and then and then let me ask you the uh, what's the guy from The Simpsons, the mafia guy from The Simpsons,
0: uh, Dominic Ch- Chianese,
2: right? I he... don't know, sure, whatever that guy. You I'm know the exactly the guy that
0: plays Junior Soprano, actually, uh, the mafia guy from The Sopranos. I have one of those clicky clacky keyboards.
1: I'm, I'm loving it. This is like ASMR. <laughs>
0: Rachel is micing the clicky clack Oh, okay, I didn't know that was um, I didn't know that was Polly Walnuts So yeah Uh, Tony
1: Sirico
0: I can't say this name either General Anthony Sikiro Jr. Tony uh, Polly Walnuts Is his character's (laughs) name Editor's note, it's pronounced Sirico Tony Sirico Uh, Polly is maybe one of my favorite characters He is the dumbest Uh, character maybe in the show,
1: uh,
0: arguable. Um, But yeah, so the the show is, so all these guys are fucking dumb. I want to make sure that we talk about that because people watch the show the wrong way and they watch it like these guys are great fucking Machiavellian uh, geniuses at, at business and crime and they're all dumb. These are like the stupidest people you went to high school with and they grew up and they they suck these guys they suck they're conservative uh just reactionary douchebags uh and uh the show goes out of its way to tell you over and over again how fucking stupid they are uh and i think if you watch the show through that lens it's it's even better almost um, like like break the fourth good.
2: wall to tell you that they're dumb or just like put them in no, dumb situations
0: no the, i wouldn't say the show breaks the fourth wall but just like yeah it it shows you things like the way it's written the way the dialogue is like they could have written tony to be smarter they could have written all of these guys to be sort of that smart scrappy underdog uh they don't um so i think that that is uh um i i think that's the point that a lot of these episodes make but we'll we'll get into that it's hard to talk about before you guys have actually seen it i guess
1: this is one of my issues with with shows that have like an anti-hero and they're trying they they do for most well if you are critical thinking critically about it you watch it and you realize no this person sucks ass like these are bad people but the vast majority of people who watch and are are, like into it probably do not read it that way is what i'm guessing
0: absolutely Yeah. yeah it's like when people got mad about the breaking bad wife did you guys watch Breaking no. Bad? Yeah, everyone got mad at Skylar for doing what she was doing, but it was really what I think anyone would do. Like it was, they were mad about the way the character was written, or whatever. Anyway, it was dumb. Um,
1: Which, w- as we get into it, I, I think something that like something that I like to talk about with, with uh, pop culture and media is like the what what's the lingering effect of this like are we are we helping society or are we perhaps in our in our tongue in cheek uh, methodology here are we perhaps just hurting you know mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. I, yeah. Is this, are we better for having the Sopranos I'm very much worried that uh, some of my good friends who have seen this and, and been like oh I'm gonna you know, drink this all in have become just had like Sopranos poisoning and just turned out to be fucking idiots I love them but you all are dumb, <laughs> and maybe what
0: we'll learn is that to watch the show, you have to be a little dumb, and maybe that's that's why I like it so much. so <laughs> okay no, so here's the thing. The show has its moments for sure, like it is a very early like I said it's very early prestige TV it does there's like some dream sequence stuff i'm I'm not a fan of dream sequences, and I'm kind of over them. Um, there is some of that in this show, but I think you can chalk that up to it being sort of early prestige TV. Um, but, uh, the sh- there's a, an episode in particular called, uh, Pine Barrens that mm. is maybe one of the best episodes on television I'm excited just from the name. Uh, is frequently referenced, uh, in media and elsewhere. Um, and we'll get to that episode eventually, but, uh, uh mm-hmm. but some of the best TV I think has been on, on this show. And so we're gonna, we're gonna look at it. With I, our eyes.
1: I do want to say, I think if you're playing a drinking game, uh, with this podcast, you can safely assume one of the rules is drink every time we say prestige tv
0: yes for sure
1: how much is so is the show mainly it it takes place in new jersey over new york
0: yeah so okay yeah that's another part of this is these guys when i say that they're fucking losers and they're morons the show and the show is telling you this it's it's this it's the story of these mobsters who are in the north jersey mob like it's not new york city it's not one of the five families It's fucking Jersey. And you'll see, we'll get, uh, as we get into the show, we'll get some exposure to some folks from New York, from the Five Families, and they will say the same sort of thing in canon about, like, this is fucking North Jersey. These guys are a a glorified crew. They're not a family. Um, And so these guys aren't even winners, quote-unquote winners, within the context of the mafia. They suck. They're losers. Um, And so... We'll get to see that as well as the show goes on.
1: Uh, I lived in Philadelphia for two years, and I have very strong opinions on New Jersey, uh, and I'm really excited to break break those opinions out um, once the show justifies them. <laughs> oh boy! I can't I can't lay them all out here because you know I don't have any backup, but I have yeah. a good feeling that that the show will uh, validate my New Jersey. Uh, opinions
0: oh for sure ben you, you wondered whether this show would play into uh anti-italian stereotypes uh it more plays into anti-jersey stereotypes uh-huh. i think than the anti-italian thing so that'll be fun yeah as much as there can be
1: and i'm totally
0: things. fine with that right okay all right so and i just want to mm-hmm. remind our our listeners that it's not racist to make fun of italians because i'm gonna do it a lot oh
1: my god i cannot <laughs> wait for some <laughs> f- schmuck on twitter to go off about how we are being racist.
0: Uh, Look, these fucking greaseballs. Let me tell you about the Italians. <laughs> these papists. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Hey, man,
2: that's my people.
1: <laughs> I love I love a, a, a critical understanding of race. Yeah. <laughs> you but, uh, definitely get what race in America is. Yeah.
2: Look, I, you know, the old Charles Starr joke, you know, I like the... I like diversity. I like the Sicilians. I like the Southern Italians, you know, <laughs> like, let's right. have some of that. shout out to Charles Starr, who's definitely listening.
0: Shouts out, Charles. We've done a lot of shouts out so far this episode. That's good
1: for the five people that are listening.
0: That's
2: right. <laughs> yeah. If you want to understand, uh, if you want to uh, understand anything that I say, uh, good luck. I'm not going to actually say anything.
0: Uh, Rachel can't respond because she's trying to mic the cat.
1: Sorry, I just really want this cat to be on mic.
0: I'm pretty sure she is, but if she's not this week, I'm sure she will in the future.
2: So I, I'm, I'm definitely not going to take the position. Are you of eating
0: our... in the middle of our fucking podcast?
1: This is rule number one of podcasting.
2: I'm I'm chewing gum.
1: Ugh. All right,
2: you can't right. do that either. <laughs> okay, I won't do that. But it's good to learn. All right, arguably
1: so. worse. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Alright, so we're gonna so is there any sort of crossover into other universes? Like the, the Hallmark universe, uh the, the
0: Marvel-, Marvel, the MCU is part of it for sure. What? Okay. Yeah. You should wait until Tony Soprano meets Iron Man. Cool.
1: I think uh. you're joking.
0: We'll have to wait and find <laughs> out. But that on the list of expectations is
2: Iron Man.
1: I think this is a I think this is a bit. Uh
2: are there uh, supernatural forces at work in The Sopranos? Uh,
0: actually, that's another one of the crossovers. It's funny you say supernatural, because
2: the
0: <laughs> everyone's favorite ghost-fighting duo, the two guys from the show Supernatural, appear to fight Tony's ghost.
1: Excellent. And, and also the Babadook is in it.
0: The Babadook is in it. That's all of the gay representation, though, that's <laughs> well, in the of show. Of
1: course! That was that was another uh, expectation I had is that there will be little to no queer representation. Uh, if any, it will be a white male who is gay.
0: Oh, good. Uh, that's a good observation. Is we'll it going to be that. Tony's son? Uh, um... it might be. I'm not answering any questions <laughs> about what is or is not going to. Has there already been an say...
2: entire fucking uh, narrative arc about how Tony's got to accept that shit? <laughs> God damn something it. something like that, yeah. This pre-fucking fell, like
0: Pre-Obergefell, uh, AJ is in, the way they do it in the show, because it's 1999, is AJ is in his mother's pumps uh, in his room, and his dad walks in and he's like, ah, you're the gay! No! Oh my God, gonna- Are you fucking uh, serious? And then, oh my- uh, yeah, I'm telling you exactly what's going to happen in the show, so we don't have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Tony's like you're a disgrace and he puts him in the trash can <laughs> like another piece of prestige television nobody else watch Empire just yeah. me okay um, he puts the gay son in the trash can in Empire what?
1: Yeah,
0: that's I, sad I, uh, that show got bad though well
1: um who who's behind this show can you tell us a little bit about the creation the the whole production of it
0: sure I can do that with my friend Mr. Wikipedia. Uh, The show was created by David Chase uh, who uh, made a couple other shows after this that nothing really took off like The Sopranos. They had a great writer's room. Um, They had... How many women? uh, Ooh, that's a good question. Very few. You'll be surprised to hear.
1: How many non-white people?
0: Uh, I uh, don't know because I did not look up these people's ethnicities. I'm just... Found it on Wikipedia.
1: I am feeling positive that well, almost none of yeah. me either. None <laughs> of the ones
0: that I picked out here. Terrence Winter, who did Boardwalk Empire, he's definitely oh, a Jesus. white man. Uh, Matthew Weiner, who did Mad Men, uh, you know, got to start here, and then Todd Kessler, who did Damages, got to start on this show, and then also Imperioli wrote some episodes, I think. Ooh. And well, I that's think we're in the right? Yeah, I think Brocco wrote some episodes or directed some. Um Bushimi is on the show later? Oh. oh he's so good. And he directs love some he does some great directing. He does some great writing, I think as well. Um he directs the Pine Barrens episode.
1: Oh, beautiful. I can't yes. wait.
0: So, it's it's one of those shows where like a lot of the people involved in the show went on to do huge things after the show.
1: Right. Um hmm, okay i I'm a big fan of like researching like I love knowing who's behind the scenes and w- just kind of like all the little hollywood uh hollywood production facts so I'm okay. gonna get into that yeah and figure I'd love to bring that into the
0: the gaffers, show. the best boys
1: absolutely grips <laughs> to the costumes yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: is the music all uh original or is it? mostly um, I don't know, tell me about the music So yeah, it's an interesting
0: thing to ask about The music doesn't uh, So the theme song is that uh, Got Yourself a Gun song that I've never heard in any other context except for this show Um, There is like um, hmm, The music doesn't stand out to me really honestly as some as a big part of the show there are a few specific instances i can think of where there's like music cues and that kind of thing mm-hmm. but it's not sort of um uh, they take a lot of cues from scorsese that's one that i don't think that they really ape so much of mm-hmm. his use of popular music and that kind of thing i don't know if it's cuz it was early hbo or not early for hbo but early in their sort of prestige television drink um <laughs> Uh, Sort of career, whatever, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll have to watch it this time, looking at the music
2: or listening for it. Yeah, I'm. uh, I I just rewatched Succession, or in the middle of rewatching Succession. So good. Yeah, and you know the interesting thing that stands out to me in that is it's all just variations on the same, you know, same music mostly. Yeah.
1: Who does the music for that one?
2: Nicholas. I don't know. He did a. Uh, he's a good dude. I
1: would Some... love. I would love Angelo Badalamenti's uh, soprano's uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> score. That would be so sick.
2: Good. Nicholas Nicholas Britell uh, Brittel. Shout out to you.
0: Shout out to Nikki. <laughs> yeah, we know you're. We listening. love you, baby. I
1: wonder if he's done. So HBO likes to recycle the like a lot of these oh, roles. Yeah. So like I know like, um, uh, Ramen,
0: uh, D-Gewaldi. Yeah,
1: he uh did the score for Game of Thrones, but I think he also did like Westworld or something. He did like do Westworld. Yeah. 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 So you know, I of these little the little connections
0: absolutely yeah gonna we're gonna we're gonna find out about the music and we're gonna talk about music more on the next episode mm. because i don't really know what else to say about it. <laughs> all right all
1: right
0: are we gonna,
1: are we gonna watch it on? all episode? right
0: so now we're coming back from probably edits because we just <laughs> decided that we're gonna we're very excited to go ahead and get started watching the sopranos we're gonna go ahead and watch it come back and record the first episode of our I guess this is the first episode, but, uh, so I'm going to shut the fuck up cause we need to go and watch this. So we're going to go, we're going to go watch the first episode. And, uh, the next episode you hear from us will be our review and analysis of the first episode of the Sopranos called the Sopranos editor's note In all of our excitement to get down to it and watch the first Sopranos episode. We forgot to tell you all that we have a Twitter account. The official Gabagool and Rose's Twitter is at Pod Sopranos. That's P O D S O P R A N O S. And the bio has links to all of our individual Twitter accounts. So give us a follow, and now I'll return you back to the very first episode of Gabagool and Roses. I'm going to let my co hosts sign themselves off. I'm Ben Woody.
1: I'm Rachel Weaselquist. Live, laugh, love.
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh, and I'm John Evans. This has been Gabagool and Roses. Take your medication, go to therapy, and organize for the revolution. We'll see you next time.
1: Beautiful.
0: Love you.